Degrees at WSB depend on it. We are the greatest nation in the world. A breath of fresh air. Common sense. Very impressive. He's articulate and he knows exactly what we need. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because you know we are going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. And help you connect the dots in the middle of all of the noise. So you can help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. Uh, What's up with this latest audit of the State Department and the Clinton email server? Yeah, this is something that, uh, and just to take you sort of behind the curtain on this, uh, the report itself from the Inspector General has not yet been released. But it's one of those things that it was clearly leaked out to a number of major news organizations today. So I would still like to read the whole thing. But the basic bottom line is, again, it's another red flag for her on her private email server. Now, it does not say that she violated any laws or anything like that. But it does say that uh, her policy at the time was not one that should have been allowed by the State Department. So... You know, again, I go back and I have to say, as uh, watching the issues of Whitewater and Vince Foster being brought up and more, it's a reminder that scandal has always dogged the Clintons and especially Hillary Clinton. But there has never been a time when they've nailed her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wonder on this if it's more of that to play on this one. Interesting. Now, when you said say the inspector general is this the inspector general that's for part the state department for the state department now See, a, a lot of people say that that's not independent i would disagree on that uh from uh, a lot of the work that we have seen in the last few years by the various igs as they're known uh they often fight with the leadership of whatever department they are in so i understand that a lot of people say oh no you know it's an inside thing it, it can't find the truth But these guys, uh, the IGs, are independent watchdogs. And in fact, we had a story yesterday. uh, This has not gotten much attention. But the head, I think it was the head of the National Park Service, basically lied to the inspector general about a book that he wrote. And uh, and it only came out because the IG kept working on it. So I get that people look at this and say, well, you know, it's only the IG at state. They'll never get out the truth. Uh, but I found pretty much that they've done a very good job all around the uh, the federal government in recent years. I'll be curious at your take on this uh, report, this audit report that's come out, because what struck me was the wording by the AP that said Hillary Clinton and other secretaries Others. of state. Yeah, it's I mean, as if it's, they're trying to smear this whole thing and say, oh, this happens all the time. Well, I do think that it did. I think that there were, and, and they have examples of whether it was Colin Powell or, or, or others, and it's not to point the finger at others, but I think it is legitimate to say that others were doing uh, similar things with private email. But certainly nobody went to the extent that she did in, uh, in, in setting up her own server. And from what I've read, and again, we have not seen the actual report, but it seems like, Herman, you know, we always wondered, well, who approved this setup? And everybody sort of pointed the finger elsewhere, and it may well be that no one ever approved it, which sort of then points back to Mrs. Clinton herself. Yeah. 
Uh, you made this point before. Rally do incumbents get kicked out, and uh, they had some primaries yesterday in Georgia, and uh, no, none of the incumbents were defeated. In many of them, weren't even challenged in the yep. primary, right? Yeah, in both parties, you're right on that. Yeah. So we've only had now 15 states vote in their primaries for either the House or the Senate, and still we're at one incumbent defeated is all. And I have to say, if you ever uh, want to go on Twitter and waste a few minutes, go to the Twitter account of uh, Congressman Chaka Fatah of Pennsylvania. He was the only one so far who has been defeated. He is right now in a federal courtroom being tried on corruption charges. Right. But if you look at his daily tweets, they're all about what he's doing in Congress. Well, he hasn't been here since uh, I think in a month he was here one day. But he makes it look like that he's doing all this work. And, of course, he's not exactly tweeting out links to the stories in the Philly, Philadelphia Inquirer about why he's uh, on trial at this point in time. But he's the only one who has been defeated. Uh, there will be a few who get knocked off. But, again, it's a reminder that even though we hear all this voter anger, it is not bubbling down to those lower ballot races. Now, still, though, we are having big turnover, as you and I have discussed over 10% of the House will be new next year, even before we get to November. So still, it's a double-digit change. And again, uh, I went back and looked at, at, the, at the makeup of the House starting after the 2010 election. So this would be three elections or two elections ago after the 2010 election. And some 42% of the members who were members of the House in January of 2011, will not be back next January. That's a pretty big turnover in only six years. So even though the voters aren't just uh, throwing the bums out, there's still big change, but I get it. People want more. But you know what, Herman? I just don't see the same fervor this year that we saw, say, in 2010. Right. I don't see the same fervor that we saw even two years after that. So I, I know it's hard. But if you're going to throw the bums out, there's got to be a broader movement and a broader effort to do that. And it just doesn't seem to be there this year. A lot of that fervor was coming from the Tea Party movement, which, as you know, some of the uh, liberals out there have been try tried to suppress them. And I don't know the degree to which it may have killed well, some of that Well, I think the Tea Party movement right now is sort of uh, over a barrel with uh, the situation in the Republican Party uh, with Donald Trump. You know, yeah. I mean, there are some who are very much for him, and there are some who are very, very much against him. And, uh, you know, to me, some of the quietest people about the race for president have been the members of the Freedom Caucus here, uh, the real Tea Party guys. And I have not seen them really super embrace Trump as yet. Frankly, I think some of them would have to be worried that Trump is definitely to the left of what is there now for them in the GOP leadership, as we've discussed before. So it's uh, it's one of the changes that have been brought by Donald Trump this year. It's a different lineup in terms of what's really at the top for the Republican Party. Now, this whole committed thing in Congress about trying to impeach Koskinen, yeah. what is the process? Uh, the process what level is of authority? Well, I mean, they can impeach any federal official okay. that is named by the president, so they could do that. Uh, but Just then, the House? This is the House. It'd be like a grand jury, and right. then they'd have to send that to the Senate, and there'd be a trial. Well, oh, the see. Senate's not going to have a trial on that. And A. B, I don't think there's enough votes to even impeach the IRS chief. 
Uh, that's why I think you'll see him be censured maybe by the House, which is basically just they'll pass a resolution that is non-binding to say that he's a bad guy and he lied and he didn't do this and that. And then we'll go on with our lives and forget about that it ever happened again, most likely. But they held the hearing yesterday before the Judiciary Committee in the House, which is the one that has the jurisdiction on any movement for either a censure or an impeachment. Uh, I would think at some point there will be a vote in that committee on the issue. But again, I'm just not sure that uh, that that's really going to happen, though I do expect Republicans to still sort of uh, voice their extreme displeasure with the IRS chief in the months ahead. So you don't think that they'll actually be able to impeach him, even though they're going to be doing this public flogging? They might try, but I don't know if the votes are really there. I mean, uh, look, the IRS chief is an easy pinata right now politically. So it could happen that the House might, impeach him and then it would just be left alone i I cannot imagine a trial actually going on in the senate i mean impeachment trials uh are rare period in sentence the the i can't remember the last one i think was a federal judge or no was the last one for the last one may have been for president clinton uh, actually, uh, but it, they just don't happen very often. And I think in this election year, I just don't see the stomach for that in the Senate this year. Clarify something. Now, yes. Clinton was impeached, but yes. he wasn't thrown out of office. No, there, there was a trial mean? and there was a vote. Yeah. And I sat right in this booth here above the Senate for yeah. many, many days and nights. Uh, and they did not have the necessary numbers to oust him. Gotcha. So they went through the full thing. Uh, it's very rare. It, what they've done now with federal judges is they, they uh, it's happened a few times now where they impeach the judge in the House. And then, Herman, they, they have a committee here, the impeachment trial in the Senate. And then pre- uh, present that to the full Senate. But I think, uh, I want to say that's only happened maybe two or three times in the last 30 years. So technically, the House can impeach you, yep. but then you have to go to trial in the Senate. Senate and is, that's, yes, why, the, that's where it broke down and they didn't have the votes in the Senate to actually remove him from office. Exactly. Gotcha. And you know, what's really interesting, obviously, is the, uh, the discussions of the Trump people recently about things like Whitewater and Vince Foster and more. Um, I put it out on Twitter last night. If you want to do your homework, you can go read the report, which goes on and on and on from the Whitewater Committee in the mid-90s in the Senate. Um, You know, again, it brings me back to what I said at the beginning about Hillary Clinton and all of these scandals. I remember when she testified before Whitewater. I remember the issues about her, um, you know, her cattle future sale and, and, and all sorts of other things. It's always been with her a high wire act. She seems to always push the envelope, but never, ever, quote, unquote, gets caught. There's always a lot of uh, smoke, but never, you know, she's never nailed to the wall. Now, could it be that we're about to see that that luck run out or will it repeat itself again this year? Speaking of the hot seat, the TSA chief is up before the House in a hearing today. Yeah, uh, before the House Homeland Security Committee, which has the jurisdiction over uh, uh, not only terrorism, but also obviously screening at airports. And I have to say, it's a mild kind of day, actually, for the TSA chief. This could have been much worse. Uh, but I think he's got a committee in which they, uh, they're not, let's put it this way, uh, Herman, they're not doing theatrics on him. Uh, they're not pulling sort of, uh, you know, the uh, getting uh, video for their re-election bids or anything like that. The TSA chief is saying, yes, we screwed up. Uh, we're shifting more people to screeners, and we're going to get it done. 
But the bottom line for a number of lawmakers is this. How could you not be ready for a summer surge in air travel? And how could you let those lines go so big and grow so long? Unbelievable. Well, he took one step, didn't he? He reassigned a guy. Yeah, reassign one guy. They're also moving a number of, they have a lot of part-timers who work uh, for airport screening, and they're making them into full-time employees to fill the gap at a number of airports uh, and, and finding different ways. I did have to chuckle when I heard him say that they were now in talks with various airlines to figure out when were the high traffic points in certain airports. Give me a break. So, yeah, so they could get the staffing right. And I thought to myself, wouldn't you be doing that anyway? Yeah. What Evidently have you been not. doing all of this time? There That's was one crazy. very interesting suggestion by one lawmaker, a Democrat, who said, hey, you know, if all these people are bringing bags through the screening point because they don't want to pay the fee, and the airlines are making billions from those fees, then maybe the airlines should fork over a few dollars to help with security. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't no- think that's going to happen. What but a novel idea. Exactly. Thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Herman Cain on the radio every day. Herman-